<laughs> welcome, welcome, we finally made it. It's Halloween, or at least the day before Halloween, so do with that what you will. But yes, welcome back, junkies. I know, I'm sure you are just ravenous for more Toon Junkie material, because last week I was not to be found. You know, just things get weird sometimes, mainly... They don't really get weird, but they do, in fact, uh, have broken furnaces, and uh, so that took up a lot of my time. It was very cold last week, and it got very cold inside my apartment, and I had to use a bunch of candles to stay warm, so that was fun. It was like it was like I went camping, but I didn't leave, <laughs> you know, um, which, I'm going to be honest, wasn't that much fun, like, even though I had internet and, like, TV and stuff. It was not fun to be in my apartment and cold at the same time. But, yeah, also, uh, yeah, the last week, I was supposed to interview a band, interview a band, but I hopped on Discord because that's what I used to, like, do the remote, the remote interviews, and my account was disabled because we're just too edgy on this show. So I had to, like, couldn't do anything. But I hit him up and I was like, um, excuse me, uh, why did my shit get disabled? And Discord didn't know either, so luckily I got it turned back on. Dis, how do you, they enabled, enabled my account again, so we're, we're good. And this week I brought you a, probably one of the funniest groups I've had in a long time. I wish I would have been recording, like, before. Like I wish, as soon as I we all hopped on, I wish I would have started recording because Jesus Christ, these dudes <laughs> they they are so funny. Oh man, I I can't wait for you guys to uh, get into it. But before we do that, I have to catch you up on all the spoopy movies I've been watching. I think the last time it was the sixteenth with Chili Alcosm, so we're gonna jump all the way back to October seventeenth. Again, this is the Horror Hound Movie Challenge. Um. If you're just now hearing about it, I mean, I th- I guess you could do it into November. Like, that's fine. There's not really any rules. But I think it's more fun to do it during the spoopy season of October, you know. But, you know, live your life. Whatever. If you missed it, partake in it at a different time. Whatever. So, October 17th. Uh, show Indie Labels Love. Watch a movie released by Severin, Synapse, or Vinegar Syndrome. I don't know if the movie I watched was produced by any of those. I just looked up an indie film that I hadn't seen before, and that movie was Good Night, Mommy. was not what I expected. It was fine. Not necessarily that scary, but it was interesting. October 18th, watch a film that stars a killer or a scary clown. And I watched that, uh, I think it's like a documentary about uh, called Wrinkles. It's uh, Wrinkles the Clown. Uh, according to the, that doc... He was kind of the inspiration for, you remember in, what was it, 2016, when we had that, like, clown epidemic where, like, groups of people were just dressing up as clowns and, like, walk, like hanging out in alleyways and walking through the woods? Yeah, Wrinkles the Clown, he's the fucking guy who started it. Like, he just was doing this thing for money, like, kind of for fun, like, hey, if you got a bad kid call me up, I'll come to your house, and I'll fucking scare him, and I was like, oh, what, so that's what he did, and like, they had tons of voicemails on the documentary of just like, you could hear the parents calling, 
And like, they're like, oh, hey, wrinkles, my kids are being bad. And then you could hear the kids like screaming and crying in the background. Yeah, there's a lot of people like, hey, that's too much. But, you know, it's whatever. I feel like a phobia of clowns is probably healthy. (laughs) Sure, it doesn't have to be like where you're terrified of them. But I think you should be distrusting of all clowns. Like, I just think you should. I, I think the reason for that is I think it was fine for a long time. But then, you know. John Wayne Gacy came along, and now you should not trust clowns. So, um, October 19th, watch any British-made movie. They said we suggest an anthology. I didn't do that. I watched a movie called Kill List. It was interesting. It was like a weird... I don't even know. It was like a horror movie, but it was like action and also like family drama. It was intense, but it was interesting. I'd check it out. Um, October 20th, Watch a horror comedy to lift your spirits. I watched Suburban Gothic with uh, Kat Dennings. Is that her name? That's probably wrong. But it's the goth girl from uh, Two Bro Girls, I think. And then um, who's the skinny dude from Criminal Minds? Like the nerdy guy who's like the detective? That guy. It's those two. It's it's all right. Uh, The banter is funny. The story isn't that great, but like the banter in the movie is classic. Um, October 21st, watch a film you've never seen before. I watched the movie Hush. Um, and the only reason I did that is because, um, I had just finished watching Midnight Mass on Netflix. And apparently in the movie Hush, the girl, the main character, um, who is writing, she's an author. She's writing her last book was called Midnight Mass. And I was like, oh shit. Apparently the director has hinted at, Midnight Mass in like several of his movies like even um, Gerald's Game which is on Netflix it's a Stephen King book there's a I think there's a shot of a book called Midnight Mass in that movie too so interesting Um, October 22nd uh, it said invite family over for a fun Friday horror night with a family friendly feature I did none of those things right I picked a movie that I thought was family friendly um just because it, it looked like it was centered around two children. And I was like, oh, how bad can it be? It was bad. Like, not, it was just so gory and so intense. Um, it was called Psycho Gore Man. It sounds really dumb. And like, I was describing it to one of my friends and they were saying, I was saying that it's like if um, <laughs> Power Rangers was a horror movie. Like, the the monster in the movie is very, like, mid-90s style costume, right? Not that believable, but it was a, it was fun. It was a fun movie. Um, October 23rd, Russian Roulette. Have one of your friends pick today's movie for you. Um, shout out to um, Jake from The Menus Near You. He told me that he thought I would like a movie called Angst, and that movie was wild. It was... It was just weird. It's about a crazy dude, like a legit crazy guy who I, it, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Just watch it. Um, October 24th, watch the final film made from your favorite horror franchise. I watched Spiral, right? Because I love the Saw movies. Not because I think the story's great. I think the story was good for about two movies and then it just fucking, it just went all over the place. But now um, I watched Spiral, right? And I hated that movie. That movie was so lame. 
Chris Rock, I love you, okay? You're a great comedian, but I don't think you should have tried to be as funny as you were in this movie, right? Like, it seemed like he was just testing out bits, or it was like they were jokes that weren't good enough. They weren't funny enough for, like, a special, but they were funny enough to get a good laugh, like a decent laugh, right? I don't know. It's just I thought that movie was lackluster. And then, yeah, I wasn't impressed with the with the contraptions and the kills weren't all that great, if I'm being honest with you. Anyways, I I kind of hope there's more of those. Not spiral movies, but like more Saw movies just because I like the contraptions. I think they were super neat. October 25th, it's Monster Monday. Watch a classic monster movie. As you'll hear in the interview behind this part, I watched Bram Stoker's Dracula for the first time. And I'm not going to tell you my thoughts because I talk about it in the interview. So I watched Bram Stoker's Dracula, and that's all I'm saying. Uh, October 26th, uh, watch the goriest horror movie horror movie you can stomach. Um, I've seen some pretty nasty shit, but I wanted to see something new, so I watched this movie called Ichi the Killer. And that movie wasn't really that scary. It was definitely more just like torture porn. Like this dude's boss went missing. He's in like the Yakuza or whatever, right? His boss goes missing and he starts kidnapping people to like try and get information. And he, you know, he just, he tortures them. But I think the, I think I read that this movie is based off like a, a manga or an anime. So I think it would have been cooler to see in anime just because it's a lot easier to sell like crazy shit when it's drawn instead of trying to film it live action, you know? Anyways, October 27th, they won't stay dead. Watch a zombie movie. I normally don't like zombie movies because they feel like they're all the same, but I watched Dead Snow 2 without having watched Dead Snow, like the the first one. And I'll tell you what, that movie was fun. It was a good, it was a good horror movie. Basically, it's the zombies are Nazis and you know, Nazis are always a great, like, bad guy. Like, they make for good villains. For good reason. Everyone can get behind hating a Nazi, right? Um, October 28th, The Devil Made Him Do It. Watch a film that deals with the devil or demons. So I wanted to watch El Pacto on HBO. But they didn't have any English subtitles, and I don't know fucking Spanish. Or maybe it's not Spanish. But it was... They didn't have English subtitles, so I couldn't watch it, and I'm pretty bummed. So I instead watched um, Araminti. Um, it's on Netflix, but it's like uh, the devil and the blacksmith or something like that. It's kind of like a folklore story, but it's good. It's fun. Check that out. Um, October 29th, um, pick out a Frankenstein-based film. Truth be told, I'm probably just going to watch Young Frankenstein again because I... I don't know. I I mean, I try and watch movies I haven't seen before, but Frankenstein kind of bores me, you know? I could watch Frank and Weenie. You know what? I might watch Frank and Weenie because I fucking love that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, who knows? October 30th is Collect This. Watch a horror film about a killer doll or toy. I'm not going to watch any of the Chucky movies because those are dumb. I'm not going to watch Annabelle because that's dumb. I just don't find toys to be scary like sure would I be startled if I had you know a doll that just got up and like started walking at me yeah but do you think I would run away no I would destroy that thing I would pull it apart and I'd put it in the oven and I would destroy it 
Like I, I never understood. Oh, he's got a knife. Didn't kick him. He's fucking two feet big, bro. What are you scared of? Oh, he might step. Fucking kick him. Tear, pull him apart. He's a toy, bro. He's a toy. I don't get the doll. I never, never got into it. Never. There's never. Mm, I'm getting worked up now. <laughs> so, uh, I think I'm gonna watch a. I was trying to find movies that I could deal with, and apparently there's a doll-related short story in the movie Tales from the Hood, so I'm going to watch that. I've also never seen that one, so we'll do that. And then, of course, for the day, the best day, October 31st, All Hallows Eve. It is customary. It is a tradition that you must watch the movie Trick or Treat. So, that's what we're going to do. Um... But yeah, that's a. Uh, there you have it. That is the 31 days of horror, the Horror Hound movie screen challenge. So be sure to. I mean, you can still do it. Okay, there's no rule that says it's only. You can only watch this sequence of movies in the month of October. You can do whatever you want. But next year, be prepared. Right? Hey, I think you could probably even look back and find some of the old lists that they put out. I'm sure you could. But yeah. So with that, um, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of things I could talk about, but I also have a really long interview for you to like listen to, so I'll keep it short. And I guess here's where I'm going to introduce the uh, episode. I was I had posted in this Facebook group about, um, hey, uh, I'm in this group called... Uh, Metal and core collectors, right? I've mentioned it on the show. Everybody, you know, it's people who trade and buy and sell like merch from bands, mainly records, right? But sometimes merch, wall flags and pendants like that. And I was like, hey, you guys are in the know. Like, you guys are on the up in the know of the up and comers. Let me know who I should reach out to to try and interview. And this was one of the bands that was uh, uh, suggested to me. And the band is called Bokeh, right? I said bouquet throughout the show because, you know, it's Halloween, right? <laughs> so I purposely mispronounced it. Um, but they are too good, bro. Like, I, I'm always very weary when it comes to suggested bands, right? I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're friends and they're just trying to, like, promote their friend's band, right? But these dudes were, like, impressive. I'm like, what the fuck? How, how are you guys sitting at such a such low recognition, but I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to, one, meet these fucking dudes, right, they, they are so funny, as I said earlier, they, (laughs) I, it was hard for me to stay focused on my fucking job of asking band questions, because they were just too funny, like, I just wanted to keep riffing with them, because I was laughing so much, but I can't, I can't wait for you to hear and listen and learn and love about this new band, Bokeh. I almost said Bouquet again. <laughs> I asked them, I was like, is it Bokeh or Bouquet? And they said, hey, it's either or. They say Bokeh, but I don't think it. I don't think there's really a, a rule. So, without further ado, please welcome my new friends in Bokeh. open with that part now it's just me saying yeah hey oh, well. 
Hey, what? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you right. know what? In Jersey, right? No, I've never been to New Jersey, and I think there's good reason for that. I know about New Jersey. I know there's uh, some. Uh, well, I watched a show one time called The Sopranos. I think that was about New Jersey. And I am walking over here. <laughs> I, I'm walking. I am walking over here. <laughs> okay. All right. Side note: Speaking of the Sopranos, I went and saw the Many Saints of Newark like two weeks ago with my friend. Yeah. And he, I thought he was joking, and he was like, "Hey, we can eat some gabagool and watch this movie." But he literally brought in a pound of gabagool to the movie theater and then handed it out to the rest of the people. Oh the my god! We were watching the Sopranos. Bro, did the ghost? Please tell me the ghost of Ta- Tony Soprano showed up after. Who wants some yeah. gabagool? Speaking of spooky stories, yeah, the ghost. Of- <laughs> the ghost of Tony Soprano was at the movie theater. We summoned him with gabagool. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so I can already tell this is going to be a lot of fun. I don't know if I'm going to get a lot of information about the band, but we'll get a lot of information about you guys, and that's honestly what I'm here for. I want to know you guys as people. So, let's open up the show. Welcome to the Toon Junkies Podcast. My name is Chris, and today I am here with a band whose name sounds like a dad who is disgruntled in the holiday season, that season being Halloween. Bouquet. It actually would be more like bouquet, like he's upset about it, like just leave me alone. I, I'm mad that your mom has joint custody and I have you this weekend. I didn't, I wanted to, <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah. What do you say? Getting too close I'm, to home? I'm here for that one. <laughs> I'm here with the boys from Bouquet all the way from, where'd you say, Iowa, the middle of nowhere, just like Indiana. It's very yeah. similar to Indiana. Yeah, that's all right. We all, we, you all seem to be staying entertained at least, so that's good. Yeah, we got so much going on. <laughs> In the rich fields of Iowa. <clears throat> That's right, baby. That's I mean, right. I walked my backyard. There's corn. Maybe there's a body. I don't know. It's a <laughs> Halloween episode. We'll see what happens. It's a, ooh, it's a spooky episode. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, body or corn? Just corn. Okay. Just corn. If you would do me and the listeners all a favor, please go around and tell us your names and what you play. Uh, I'm I'm Jared. I play guitar. Uh, I'm Nick. I sing. I'm Sock, and I play. My name's Elijah, and I play guitar. No, it's Sock now. That's you. You do this to yourself. It's Sock now. My gang name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those Idaho gang or those Iowa gangs. Hey, same thing. Yeah. Uh, um, I am. Oh yeah, you can go to that next. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm Keller, and I play drums. And I'm Max, and I play bass. Max, you haven't killed anyone, have you? Not yet. Right. <laughs> we'll see where the night takes us. Hey, dude. I'm trying to stay spooky out here. Leaving suspense. We just, like, we see Max in the background of your video just, like, posted up at your door. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he turns the camera on. He's just holding a hatchet. <laughs> he's in that power stance from that video where that dude walks into frame, and he goes, Mom made pancakes. Have you ever seen that video? <laughs> yeah. Wearing a different skin. (laughs) All right. Well, so the first question we like to ask here on the Toon Junkies podcast is, given that this is the Halloween episode, what is the most underrated candy? 
Ooh. Underrated candy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What so, candy of what candy gets slept on? Slept on, okay. in your opinion. <clears throat> My personal favorite, like chocolate bar, is a Milky Way, and I feel like nobody ever gives a shit about Milky Way. And yeah, I love Milky Way. I li- I have to be under. I have to be on some special medicine to be able to like consciously choose to eat the Milky Way. Not saying it's bad. I, uh, it's just it's there's not there's no peanut butter in it, man. That's what I fucking need. So I work retail and I see like, you know, a lot of what like people choose to eat for like chocolate bars and stuff and just that specifically. Mm-hmm. People don't eat enough Kit Kats. I'm just gonna say it. Oh, that's a good choice. I, like I don't Kit think Kats. it's I don't think it's underrated necessarily, but just from my experience, I don't think a lot of people get those. And uh they're so good. <clears> I also my roommate's cat name is Kit Kat and she's the devil, but we love her. All cats are the devil, but you must worship worship them. Um Breeze. Because <clears throat> nobody even fucking knows what sprees are. Sprees? That's a good answer, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're just, oh, I, you're I, like, I'm sorry. I'm disappointed in your answer. I'm sorry. You had opposing forces there. I was like, that's a good answer. And Chris like, was like, ah, just, ass, you're fucking like, sucked, dude. Disgusted. He's like, these Iowans have the worst taste in candy. Like, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's, let's, okay. So, like, it's a good candy, right? But I'm over... The sugar, I, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm more leaning towards like chocolate now because yeah, I'm an adult. Okay, I have to get, I have to get my sugar in more concentrate, less concentrated forms than the pressed discs of the spree. I used to like, I used to eat Mike and Ike's a lot in high school, and I tried them again the other day, and I could, it was too much. It's like wax. I mean, I used to eat those too, but like it's, yeah. they're not for me anymore. All right, so sprees, Kit Kats. I was uh, gonna say Milky 100 Way. grand. Ooh, Yo, 100 grand. Yeah, those yes. are so good. 100 grand's mm. are great. You know what? Do they make normal size 100 grand's? Because I've only ever seen the little like Halloween size ones. They do. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. They're at a gas I've station. Never seen oh, wait. That, actually. Hmm. Fast breaks? Oh, Bro. yeah, fast breaks hit different. Bro. <laughs> No, bro. The way he bro, the way he said that made me start sweating. Like I was like, oh. Also I basketball have... fast breaks. Love to run and go, dude. Run and go. <laughs> I I have a king size fast break waiting for me uh, in the kitchen right now oh, because shit. I uh, fast break is probably my favorite candy Put bar. That bitch in a freezer, it'll change your <laughs> life, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> Or bro, take this... five. Oh. Bro. Yo, take five is a good. I'm getting worked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this episode is so horny. I don't fucking understand it. Heller, <laughs> <laughs> did you have one? Okay. Yeah, uh, I think Rolos are underrated. Oh, yeah. I forget the Rolos are a thing all the time. But then I have one, I'm like, this is good. It, but you know why you forget they're a thing? Because it's not 1940. That's why. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, That's a timeless combination. While we're, timeless while, we're combination. On, <laughs> while we're on this topic, I do want to bring up um, one of the like the most specific disses that Keller's ever made to me in my life, which is when I told him that I liked Milky Ways, and he mm-hmm. told me that I wasn't an evolved person oh. and a grown-up, because he was like, there's three musketeers, which evolves into Milky Way, which evolves into Snickers. He, oh, and bro, he was dude. like, that just means you're not a grown-up, and I was like, I just don't want nuts in my mouth, dude. Like, I don't know what the fucking issue is here. 
That is the that's like the Machoke or no the the Machop ver- Pokemon evolution. It yeah. Goes, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> or uh, or Thin Mints. I'm a thin big mint. thin. Been a minute, yeah. So I'm not like I've never, I've I've never like you're talking about like the Girl Scout cookie Thin Mint things, right? No. Are you mean like, you mean like the Junior Mint things, like the no. peppermints? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking like, about. Oh, like York and like Junior Mints and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Junior Mints. Yeah. I went through a big like uh, Crunch Bar phase for a while too. Oh uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, bro. I feel like not a lot of people get those either. I I don't. I, the weird thing about the Crunch Bar is like I don't like the Crunch Bar, but I do love the bunch of Crunch that you can get at like movie theaters, which is Ooh. like Crunch Bars and, and tiny little like yeah. tumor you want things. All Crunch. He yeah. <laughs> said, I'm, "I'm all about that crunch." All oh, crunch. <laughs> <laughs> the crunch deep. just gets me going, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Guys, I'm into so, it. Yeah, bro, I'm I am sweating because I'm laughing. Okay, so first of all, I want to give a, a big round of applause to whoever said take five because that is probably for me my underrated candy i don't i don't think people enjoy the take five as much as they should mm-hmm. just a perfect combination really salty and sweet is just hard to beat he's a fucking millennial poet look at this guy <laughs> max you got you got lyrics on the next record <laughs> <laughs> this re- hey, this record's about candy, and now <laughs> salty and sweet is hard, it's hard to beat, but not as hard to beat as beat by me. <laughs> yo, 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 said, yo, congrats on the ball. It's <laughs> on <laughs> so the ball. Reload. Oh One more note too. Uh, last band practice we had, Keller's mom had a bunch of candy corn, and like I, I, I candy corn's not the underrated one to me at all. Like it's just fine, but like people hate on it, like way unnecessarily in my opinion. <laughs> people are just like, "Yo, this is makes me want to die," and I was like, "It's icing." Yeah, literally. <laughs> 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 It's as simple as candy as you can fucking get. Like. <laughs> Bro, it's would... icing. All right, so that's enough about candy. I think we're all worked up, and I'm already sweaty, and we're not even we're not even 15 minutes in, you guys. So, I mean, applause to you. So, great job for that. Let's uh, take it all the way back. How does bouquet come to be? <clears throat> oh, we're rock, paper, scissors. Fuck, that's delayed. Like, it's yeah, I'll, I'll just do it this time. That's fine. Every every time we get this question, we, Elijah and I have to rock paper scissors on who answers it. Uh, basically, fair. Elijah and I a couple of years ago, um, <clears throat> we're just like wanted to start kind of writing music and make a band, and it didn't really work out that well. Um, and then in 2020, we had more free time as most people did. Yes. Um, so he came down to where I live, uh, and we kind of jammed some some ideas out. Um, and then I think like the next day or something or that next week, uh, we got together again and then, uh, just asked if Keller wanted to come over. He did. And then, uh, we started writing. Uh, then Max was like, uh, Max joined, started coming to practices. We then asked Jared, but didn't tell Keller. So Keller was very scared when Jared pulled up. (laughs) I can Um, tell the exact like story of what happened there too. Yeah. You you can get the Just like. Well, real quick, it was it's not like too long or anything. Um, 
they asked me to record them at first because like mm-hmm. I just do like recording for myself on the side and they were like, Hey, you want to work on like some demos or something with us? Um, and then Elijah was like, how about you just come and play guitar like at a practice or something and just see how it works out. And so I show up and I pull up, I walk up next to Keller's car and he's just sitting in there eating lunch. And he gives me this look like he just saw a ghost because he was not expecting to see me like, you know, two hours away from where I live. Um, he was like, yeah, nobody told me you were coming. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. And then Jared riffed hard as fuck. And now we're here. <laughs> yeah. I, I like how it was a uh, he like he saw a ghost. I appreciate you sticking to the theme of spooky. That was uh, on purpose. I did that like consciously. You, know? like, I'm just you so guys, funny and hilarious. A professional. Do you yes. hear that, listeners? I got professionals for the show this week. Not a professional guitar player, but a professional jokester. Amateur gopher. An amateur gopher. So, uh, is this your guys's like first band or? No. No, that's that's well, honestly that's good because I'd be really upset if this was your first band and you guys sounded this good. Okay, I guess so. Max, this is your be... first band, right? And Keller, yeah, it's my very side. first band. Yeah. Oh man! And then Keller Lucky. like had this band and his other band like at the same time. So technically, kind of, I think Keller's first. Yeah, definitely. Like this, Bouquet is the first band that I've released music with. Okay, that's for sure. There you go. I, that's uh, one of the things that I it keeps coming up in these uh, these interviews is that Whoa. what defines a real band is whether or not you have like recorded music. I've so I've run into so many people who are like, oh yeah, well I was in a few bands before, like, but they weren't like real bands. But it's weird that I, uh, I don't think there's any like conversation between musicians on discussing <clears throat> like what is a real band but everyone agrees that if you didn't put out music in that band then it wasn't a quote-unquote real band yeah it's weird my computer crashed again i don't know why it keeps doing that prove it <laughs> Pixar it didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> i bro i bet you it's the ghost of tony soprano <laughs> yeah probably yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I'm pretty much right there with you. You know, yeah, that's just what makes the most sense to me. And yeah, it's interesting because I've never, I don't know if I've ever had a conversation about what counts and what doesn't. I've just internally like known. Maybe that's like, just so so many people have felt that way. But that's just like that uh, attitude is in the ether. You know what I mean? It is an unwritten law that we all just yeah. know. We all just know it. Well, because I feel like, too, if you're, like, talking to somebody and you're, like, I'm in a band, they're, like, oh. And then you're, like, cool. Yeah, you can reference it here. But if you don't have music out, then you're just, like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, they're just, like, you're making up words, yeah. bro. Like. <laughs> yeah, and just so you guys know, we have a little rule on the show about making up words. You can't make up words on the show. And I'll call oh, you out wow. on that if you do. Oh, if no. you do. Don't tell Kelly that. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. No making up words on no, the show. No made up words, fellas. You... <laughs> Every time we say a word longer than like two syllables, Keller's like, stop making up words. Straight up. Straight up. Florange, dude. What's up? <laughs> Florange? That sounds like a skin disease. <laughs> Have you heard of Jaundice 2? Is, oh, yeah, the sequel to Jaundice 1. I love that game. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Electric Boogaloo, yeah. That's hilarious. Um, so you said you guys in your spare time during quarantine, was that was that conducive to the um, 
like emergence of bouquet or was bouquet already in the <laughs> phases of becoming something and just quarantine gave you the time to work on it yeah so elijah and i like yeah when we started writing we came up with the name okay like a couple years back and then just kind of had it on the back burner um and then yeah we were able to just like actually do it and then we're like hey this name still sounds good so we went with that one. <laughs> I would okay. Is that the extent of the name? Like legitimately, we like because like yeah, it, it sounds this way. Yeah, we've had a few people ask about it because they're like, "Oh, is this a counterparts reference or something like that?" Right. Um, which would be way cooler if it was. Uh, but no, we were like just going through names that sounded cool to us. Hey, it, whatever works. Yeah, we had a. I think we tried out a few others, but that one. Listen, I've heard I've heard lesser stories of origin names they're like <laughs> oh yeah we drew a name out of a hat and that's what it was like hey man you know that that works too uh, do you yeah. like the name yeah well then who fucking cares who cares <laughs> Fair enough. exactly yeah who cares uh <coughs> sorry i forgot this mic is right on my face and i probably just coughed right into your ear I'll... i'm here for it <laughs> <laughs> this bro you guys are just showing off all your kinks like i get horny for fucking take fives and getting coughed in my ear Makes life a whole lot easier, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, the whole mask thing's been crazy for me because I'm just like considerably less horny in the grocery store now. When people like, you know, they're like, "I have to stay away from you," and I just like can't cough on you, and I'm just like soft as fucking Target. Bro, what a fucking travesty, dude. This is that I'm so upset right now for you. Dude, feel bad for me about the pandemic. <laughs> hey, I struggled too. Okay, I couldn't get hard in Target. <laughs> Target, if you're listening, I still want that sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, Elijah. I get hard in the wrong. What'd you say? You get hard in the wrong aisle? Yeah, because I work with toys. Oh, that Yikes. is the yeah. that is the wrong Yikes. aisle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, bro, those My Little Pony dolls just be just be just be working. Oh my it, god! Bro. Oh look, he put the lightsaber in his pants. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, quarantine brought you guys together. That's fun and all. Um, what is it? So <laughs> What'd you say? That's it important. Don't sound so bored with it. Oh, that's oh. fun, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Let's go. No. Um. What is it that brought you into playing the instrument that you play now? And is that the only instrument you play? I started playing clarinet in like second grade. Squidward, um, hello. Yeah, I stopped in like fifth grade. Wait, but, so um, you like kind of good at it? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> I, may, I, I just know that I did it. <laughs> um, it sounds and, like you blocked some stuff out. Are you okay? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm good. No, it's fine. I just don't uh it wasn't like a huge part of my life at the right. time. It was just like, oh, I play clarinet. Um and it wasn't until 8th grade that I had considered drums because I picked up guitar and it wasn't working for me. I just couldn't figure it out. I was taking lessons and I picked it. Yeah, I was in 7th grade and it just like it never clicked. So then I just picked up uh, drums in like eighth grade band instead and then went from there. Um, and I was in like the like marching band and jazz band and drum line in high school. Um, 
and kind of went that like ac- academic route mm-hmm. of music. Um, and then uh, after high school, I just went into um, I never had like a band that I played with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just played in the jazz band at the community college that I went to. Um, and, um, from there is when I, like, it was, it was after that community college that I started playing in a band for the first time. Um, and that's just kind of like been my background as a drummer and musician. Oh yeah. What did you go to school for? Like liberal arts, like general education. Uh, like I think, I think it's an associate of arts in, um, liberal studies or something like that but yeah essentially it's just like a two-year degree okay yeah yeah, um, yeah. so that's just where they, there was just a music program and i just signed up for it mm-hmm. that was all basically he got um, an art degree but not for republicans <laughs> <laughs> that's right he said yes. definitely what that means <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess i'll uh, go next <clears throat> i um started playing the mandolin when I was like six years old. I love that show. That's what you um, started with? Yeah. How do you start with mandolin? Well, my dad is just kind of like a music nerd type person. And right. he just like, this thing is small and you're also small. So like <laughs> you can play it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a cheaper option though. Like he could have got you a ukulele. Yeah, right? I guess. I don't know. I mean, the mandolin. Good for him, like, though. He got himself one and one for me, and they were both cheap as shit. But yeah, when I was oh, okay. like six years old, that's when I started with. And then, like a year or so later, uh, my brother and my dad taught me how to play guitar. Um, so I've been playing since I was like maybe like seven ish. I don't remember to be honest. Um, and then I've just been playing ever since. Uh, I picked up like bass and drums just casually, just to be able to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, and other instruments. I played trombone in high school, and then I just kind of like pick up other stuff. Anything stringed. If you know how to play guitar, you can kind of fake your way around anything stringed. Yeah, yeah. That's. I have a friend who's that way. Who also says like, if you know, if you can play guitar, that like the notes, I guess, like translate into many other instruments. I mean, yeah. The only thing that's different is that. Um, the way that other instruments are tuned like a ukulele for example the way that that thing is tuned versus a guitar you don't have the same like scale patterns mm-hmm. um, as you do on guitar but other than that it's like pretty much the same just hmm. like yeah um but yeah that's kind of what i've been doing for like 15 years now <laughs> jesus christ well if it's any consolation i can definitely hear the uh the education and the experience in your music Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I started playing guitar around, I think I was like 10 or 11. Um, my mom and I were playing Guitar Hero, and she was like, yo, if I bought you a guitar, would you play it? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then she bought me a guitar, and then like the first year i looked at it and i was like i'm probably not gonna fucking play this thing <laughs> and then i learned uh the riff from holy diver by dio after that kind of was the rest and then i like learned all of like kill switch engages like discography and then oh, yeah. the rest was kind of like set <clears throat> to be fairly honest and then i got into like 
songwriting in like high school. So then I started to like understand drums and then kind of pick up bass to understand that and then writing lyrics and the whatnot um, throughout high school. And that kind of, I've just kind of like, I don't really know how to play drums, but I can figure out ideas with drums. Yeah, right. Same. Uh, like I can like write drums, but can't play it. Um, and then like, I've been picking up bass more often in regards to like songwriting for just like ideas. So they're like, not just writing basic root note stuff. Right. Um, but I definitely, um, yeah, just, I'm mostly just a guitar player and a singer for the most part. He said, I'm mainly just a guitar player, singer, but I play bass and mandolin and ukulele and everything else under the sun. <sighs> Why? I, I always get super jealous that everybody can play all these instruments. I can't play anything but a damn <clears throat> PlayStation. Oh, dude, you want to hear something more annoying? Wait until you fucking hear this asshole up here. Wait until you hear what Max has to say. Like, <laughs> stupid. Max, I'm going to wait for your frustration. Real quick, I have to ask. You said you started with Kill Switch. Are yeah. you a Howard guy or Howard. a Jesse guy? Howard, thank Howard, you. Howard. Thank you. See, like, I'm a big fan of the the first record, like, mm -hmm. first one with Jesse, and I also like, um, you know, the one with, like, uh, Last Serenade. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. One, like, those were, uh, that was a good record, but, like, nothing beats when End of Heartache came out, dude. Nothing beats when As Daylight Die came mm -hmm. out. And then people literally didn't care for the self like the self-entitled one in 2009 but i thought it was a fantastic record and then as soon as jesse came back i was like yeah this isn't for me like i'm just not a fan i just but, feel i feel like the 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 bands are two different beasts with oh, you know howard yeah. and jesse mm -hmm. howard has a, such a different dynamic because he's got that he has he's got that old Dio power metal vocal style. Yeah, and, and then like, did you ever it. listen to Adam D's side project, Times of Grace? No. Ooh, listen to that. Listen to the hymn of a broken man that has Jesse on there. Like, so mm -hmm. uh, Adam D wrote this eleven track record when he broke his back and like touring. He hummed the entire record in a freaking voice recorder. Went to the studio when he healed up and then recorded this eleven track record that is amazing. It's just like straight melodic, like a lot, like melodic metalcore of just like blast beats and just ambient noise. Like it's so tight. And then Jesse does a lot of like singing which his voice has gotten extremely good and like there's a few songs that are very like country bluesy um mm -hmm. it's uh so they have like an acoustic song on that but like the, most of the other songs are just freaking amazing like it's so fucking good and then adam does a lot of singing on it too which what's is really the, what's this band name again i'm gonna uh, put this in my queue right now times of grace and then the album's times called broken Man. that honestly that specific record is what drew me into the music that i play now um a lot of like my inspiration comes from that project mm. well good now i have music to listen to tomorrow well <laughs> listener this is it's actually saturday so i mean monday no. <laughs> where I definitely don't record these like way beforehand and then sit on them. No, I don't do that. That would, that would be that would be reckless. Because then, God forbid, we make the a reference, make a reference that's now six days old. Oh my goodness, that would be that would just be tragic. 
<laughs> How unprofessional that would be. <clears throat> Not like killing a man in 2017 with your car. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> people don't forget, okay? <laughs> Even though I just learned about it like last week, so. Oh, dude, there's yeah. so much stuff about them that I, I've overheard in the last decade. Like a lot of the shitty things that they've done that nobody's ever even ever like brought up aside from just that manslaughter chart like mm -hmm. accusation yeah i i i i don't want i'm so sick and so tired of having all these like bands that i've idolized and <clears throat> excuse me listened to for like a decade and then you find out like oh yeah um they like little girls or uh Bro. They, they killed a guy or austin carlisle we haven't forgotten I literally put that curse about this, and we keep talking about it every time is Johnny Craig era Emma Rosa, and I literally every time I hear any of it, I'm just like, dude, this is so good, but why'd you have to be such a piece of shit, bro? Like, this on this podcast, we I have made it a point to say that Johnny Craig is our favorite drug addict. He is our favorite drug addict. He makes great music. He initiates amazing bands, and then he fucking deuces. I'm gonna go sell my laptop on instagram like that's what he does and i'm here for it back on the topic yeah sorry sorry uh yeah so when i was younger um i like to sing <laughs> for a second i didn't i didn't think you were like joking i was like oh no i'm about oh, to no, tell no. i'm about to tell you take two but let's try that again <laughs> <laughs> run that back no. run that back let's take take two take two uh so yeah i uh i mean i've always sang uh, like since I was a kid, but I, when I was in like, my sister's a few years older than me. So when I was in elementary school, she was really into like fuse, uh, at the time. So like she showed me the used and like Hawthorne Heights oh, and a bunch of bands and stuff like yes. that. So yes. when I was in like fifth grade, me and my friend Sam wanted to start a band and we did, and it was very bad. Uh, of course. for that, I tried to learn how to scream, uh, which ended up being inhales didn't work um and i also <laughs> tried to learn how to play bass um and then fast forward a few years when i was into high school i joined like this metalcore band in my hometown um learned to play bass and uh kept like kind of doing vocals but it was never really like a thing i committed to mm -hmm. um and then kind of around the time that i graduated high school is when i took it more seriously um and then started like actually trying to be good and learn how to sing and scream properly. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's kind of been my grind for the last few years. And then oh, like yeah. lyric writing and stuff I got into in high school when I do like slam poetry, but I didn't like know how to do actual singing. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were, okay. That, I, that's not where I thought that sentence was gonna go. I <laughs> thought you were gonna say that I did slam poetry, but I didn't know how to do slam poetry. And I was um, like, I am in that same boat with you because I don't know, I don't know what that means. Slam poetry didn't just like go up and talk in a rhythmic manner. Is that, is that it? <laughs> I don't know. Basically. That's, that's yeah. the dumb, the dumb down. That's the Hoosier version of, uh, <laughs> slam poetry. Yeah. No, it's when you, uh, you do a poetry set while there's a live wrestling match going on behind you. And then, oh, um, you don't know if the cheers are for like your very intense thing or 
because somebody suplex somebody off the top row. But either way, like it really does the job, and you feel like you're important. That would <laughs> out there. So that honestly, sa- is that a, that almost sounds like it was a whitest kids you know sketch? Because I feel like <laughs> there that would be a perfect thing for the slam poetry about my alcoholic mother who just overdosed last night and as soon as you say that dude gets suplex and then everybody cheers and then the dude that's reciting just starts crying that just rem- rest in peace trevor when <laughs> for real when i lived in uh, tampa for a short while mm-hmm. uh we used to go to this bar where they did karaoke but it was called pornioke where you would do karaoke and they'd be playing porn in the on a, on a on a screen back. It's not real. Pornioki? No, that does not. not real. What did you just say about Steve Aoki? You're seeing Steve Aoki? my journey while somebody's getting fucking rammed in the back. <laughs> bro, <laughs> can, bro, I will go out on a limb right now and say nobody can sing any journey song with a full erection. It can't be done. Can't no. be done. No way. No. Don't stop oh, believing yeah? with a full erection. <laughs> Bulls no one can't. in their life has ever sang Don't Stop Believing" to completion with an erect penis. No one. If you have, email us at toonjunkiespodcast at gmail.com because I want to see it. I want video. Prove it. Uh, uh, okay, so I started playing bass probably like... Before that, I never grew up musically. Shit. I didn't even start like actually paying attention to melodies and stuff till I was like 13, 14. Is when I listened to Down on the Upside by Soundgarden and Ooh. Modest Mouse's uh, Building Something Out of Nothing. Those two albums, I was like, like, I was like, that's when I was actually starting to pay attention to instruments and melodies. I'm like, damn, this shit is. I've never actually like paid attention because most time music would just be like a background thing. Not that I didn't have my artists that I like, but. Right. That's when it kind of definitely put it in me. But I didn't start playing bass until I was like 19, so about like three years ago. But like the first six months was just like kind of like how he started guitar for the first year. You just you pick it up, you play for two seconds. You're like, I don't I don't know if I have the patience for this. But it was one day I was at work. I was listening to 2112 by Rush. And then there's a certain it's it's part three of the song. There's a certain lyric. So it'd be cheesy to recite this. But he says... What can this strange device be? When I touch it, it gives forth a sound. It has wires that vibrate and gives music. What can this thing be that I found? And when I heard those lyrics, I never got goosebumps that heavy from music. But like after that, I was like, bro, I think bass is my thing. Like it was one of those things where like that's when I started really diving into. I was like, all right, getting into Getty, and then after that leads to Primus. So then you start. I start getting into fretless bass, and then you know Victor Wooten, and then you look at all mm-hmm. their predecessors, and it just it's just rolled and ever since then i just practice every day and then bass is just basically my life at this point no, no pun intended there but no. basically, <laughs> yeah, basically my life yeah all about that bass huh i yeah. god damn it i'm so sorry i it was right there and i did it i knew <laughs> I, I knew i knew i shouldn't have but i did it you couldn't have picked a better role model to be inspired by other than the man himself getty lee mm-hmm. like yeah, i, I I have this stance where if you're in a three-piece band and you're not aspiring to be as good as Rush, then you should just quit. Because no, that wrong. Yeah. that's that's where you got to shoot for, bro. They definitely put it on a uh, different level. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, holy shit. When it comes to... You guys said that you already had some stuff written before you all got together, right? Oh. Hey, my furnace is on. That's That doesn't mean anything to you. But my furnace has been broken for a week, and so... If you can see those candles, 
that's what I've been using as a heat source for the last week. But the heat just came Jesus. out, so yeah, that's some century type shit. Yeah, well, you know, I come from Indiana, and the part of Indiana that I come from is Amish country. So I am well versed oh. in the ways of. I'm not saying I'm Amish. Don't, 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 don't even try and be like, oh, he's an Amish kid with a podcast. No, don't say that. Don't start that. <laughs> I wasn't even. I wasn't even thinking. I just that. Uh, no, I lived in <laughs> Amish community for a long time, so I definitely feel the stress yeah. in that. Yeah, bro, it's. I mean, I don't know. They're 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 an odd. Bu- I can talk shit about them now because they're not going to hear this. But they're an odd bunch, man. Let me tell you, they're they're not going to hear this. So, you guys have only been like recording and releasing music this year. I mean, obviously, not necessarily recording. You did recording last year, presumably, but like. Who is doing your production? Because the production value is astounding. Is this in house or are you guys? Andre, dude. Andre, one of my best friends. Um, I met him probably a couple years back. I went to one of his. Uh, so he has his band. Uh, they changed their name. It was originally McKenna, but now it's Sorakai. Um, but I went to go see McKenna? them with with one of my my good friends who also was playing in this band called Havens. And I met him through another from a mutual friend. And then when it came time to record, um, our mutual friend Steven was like, hey, you should have Andre record. And I was like, oh, yeah, I honestly at the time didn't know that he was recording bands. So like uh, we had been talking about it. And so we then I talked to the guys and then we like made a group chat about it. and. He like sent us clips of stuff that he had been like working on and stuff that he had been mixing and whatnot. And we were like very mm-hmm. like impressed with what he had. So just we we're his first band. We were the first band he actually produced too, which is insane. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Travis like he had done mixing and master like he'd done stuff and like worked on things. We were just the first day it was like his full record. You were his first like product. Yeah. yeah, like he he ha- yeah. he had demos, but like this is his first master yeah. product. We were the guinea pig, Andre. If you're listening, I'm clapping for you because well, the stuff that he had been going. mixing was was from like nail the mix and stuff like that. So he would just like get silver scene songs or like other band songs, and he would just mix it the way he would. Yeah, and, uh, he would be sending that stuff over, and we were just like, hell yeah, this is tight. And then, yeah, we ended up being, like, the first band he actually, like, was able to work with. And, like, since then, he's actually, like, he has become even more insanely good, too. Yeah, and just- we, and we, we talked to him with the EP sessions and stuff, and he was like, yeah, this is slowly becoming my full-time thing, too, now. So I'm just like, yeah. That's awesome. I really, I always love hearing, like, people picking up a hobby, and or, like, not necessarily a hobby. That kind of sounds like it's you know denoting it but taking this thing that they like to do in their spare time and like showing it off to some friends their friends really loving it and like receiving it well and then it like spreads and then it's like oh this thing that I was doing for fun is now my fucking job like that's I love hearing that there's a uh, I'm in this group called metal and core collectors on Facebook right and there's this there was this guy who just uh he's been doing tie-dye shirts you know in his spare time and he finally like he was like hey you know i have these shirts that i'd be selling and then like everybody was like bro this is these are so good and like just the other day he was saying like you guys literally 
hit up the DMs and I am like, now I have to like go to work for this. Like you guys really showed up. Is this the guy that we're going to send our your shirt to? Nice. Patrick Dunton. Shout out to you, my guy. You're about to get one of Bouquet's shirts because I'm going to have you tie dye it up. So... <laughs> Yeah, I've also got a bunch of shirts on. You'd have him do a small limited run of bouquet tie-dye shirts. Mm, There we go. I want a tie-dye shirt. That's what it is. See? See? Now you guys were shitting on me earlier because I said, hey, you know how you have that shirt? Let me buy one. I'm going to make it better. Your bandmate is saying the same thing. He's like, hey, I want one tie-dye too. (laughs) It's fine. I really... Yeah. Um, So... What was I talking about? Oh yeah, the uh, the, um, the timeline of your music. So, was this a th- like a placeholder for you guys were working on Cardinal and you just had these like extra songs that weren't making it on the EP, and so you're just like we like had everything but Glisten recorded. We recorded Glisten first, and then just recorded everything after. Um, mm-hmm. Glisten was recorded back in like January, like yeah, late January. And then Cardinal was recorded in April, and we just kind of just dropping songs because we figured that's just the way that we wanted to promote it and people listen to singles way more than they listen to like full releases now and then we just kind of put everything together on a full release like after the fact i guess mm-hmm. even though that was always the plan yeah when we uh when we were recording the ep um my friend tyler who sings at a band called kayak jones well, actually he's on the record on this song called tire swing uh yeah he was just kind of talking to me about how like uh how he thinks like what a, a good idea like a good way to release songs is uh to like get people to actually listen to it because a lot of times like you'll put out an ep or a full length especially and people listen to like one song or maybe two and then like don't hear the rest of it mm-hmm. so i figured if we like released like three of them beforehand then like the ep will come out and they'll be like oh shit what are these other two songs that are on here Mm-hmm. And then like you've got them. They gotta look into the two, and then they stay for the other ones that they that's already what, like. That's what I'm saying. So shout out <laughs> to, to Tyler for that one. Yeah, I've recently. I think it's kind of. I think it's a collective understanding now that just the way that we've all essentially been programmed into having shorter attention spans. But do you, uh, yeah, like that's yeah exactly why we wanted to do it because yeah we put like listen out in May. Uh, seed out in July, South Pond August, then the EPO in September. So we literally wanted to just be like a concert reminder. They're like, hey, this band is here. Hey, we're here. <laughs> literally is why we did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, There was a, um, I had one question specifically about Glisten, which I really love that song, by the way. Congratulations on the, all the success for that song. Are you guys you. by chance uh, fans of the band movements? Yes, I okay. am. No, yeah, I am. I'm a big movements fan. Okay, because Glisten to me, I'm not. Listen, I'm not. I don't. Don't take this the wrong way. But Glisten to me reminds me. It's a, almost like an interpolation of Daylily. Can, yeah, can anybody I, else see that? Or am I crazy? Say that because like, um, I had that opening. The opening to Glisten, mm-hmm. like I would just sit there in my room. And I would just get high listening to movements, and I would be literally like playing 
like that riff over and over again and then i brought it to the band and like literally within like the first 10 minutes oh i have this idea jared's like yeah i have this idea max is just like i'm just gonna fucking play bass because i'm a prodigy (laughs) (laughs) oh man look at me the prodigy (laughs) later we're like yeah we have a song we're gonna yeah this is a good song and then that's literally how it happened we just fed off each other like so fast it was really uh, impressive but yeah no i definitely would have been listening to like um feel something mm-hmm. when i was like messing around with like certain riffs and stuff like that hell Pretty yeah sure well that's how andre sold us officially on recording with him too uh was like hey i want to mix this like a movements record and i was like yeah that works <laughs> well yeah. you nailed it andre you nailed it <laughs> give this man a plaque I don't know about everybody else, but for me specifically, like with the band as a whole, but also like Glisten specifically, I kind of had a preconceived notion as to like where I was going to fit. Cause I was like the kind of the last person I had to do the band. I was kind of already, I was jumping into this preformed thing. I like had to learn some of the songs that were already made um, and like put my own thing on it. Um, so I just like kind of decided what my role was going to be as like the other guitar player with that song Mm -hmm. um and i don't know along with like elijah's writing and like the chord uh structures that he uses um i don't know i think it just like helped put that song together and like i don't know where it should be i i really love that song so i want to talk about your slam poetry right let's i'm very curious as to the mindset of when it comes to writing lyrics obviously if you listen to the ep record whatever you want to call it that you can tell that you float around the abyss of sadness right it's a little bit (laughs) would you say that's like an easy spot for you to write in um yeah i mean yes i i mean i have i some mental illness is that I deal with. Uh, it's mental ill, mental ill nigh. Yeah, mental I'm ill as fuck, basically. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it's something that I just deal with constantly and like mm-hmm. feelings of kind of sadness and uh, it's a very commonplace thing in my life. So it's definitely easy to tap into. Um, it can be hard sometimes, I think, writing and trying to convey it in a way that feels authentic to me and not like whiny yeah like not, i don't want it to sound whiny and i don't want it to sound like i'm there's a lot of bands that sometimes will write kind of songs about that and it seems like it's forced into like as a selling point kind of mm-hmm. um so i i try to write in a way that just is like very authentic to how i'm feeling at the time or or whatever situation i'm writing about as I, I don't know, I've spoken to other musicians before about there's like this weird duality of do you want to explain your lyrics like by like definition at word for word or do you, is it easier and better to have it more open and vague so that it can be more easily applicable? Yeah, with Glisten specifically, I like, I played in bands before, um, and like the previous band I was in, I tried to like, I was more the route of like, I would explain it like lyric by lyric. I could tell you like exactly what this means in relative 
relative to the whole song and kind of like the theme of the the EP and stuff. But for like Bokeh, I do try to keep it a little more up to interpretation. There's a couple songs on it that are, you know, pretty straightforward. But yeah, Glisten specifically, I, yeah, I wanted to keep like a little more vague, I guess, and let people, you know, kind of like feel what they feel from it and not mm-hmm. try to like have it be this direct thought as much. Um, and that's what I think I've, a lot of people have responded, received Glisten really well. And I've, people have messaged me like what that song means to them. And it is all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's cool for me. Hey, what's with the Cardinal real quick while I'm doing this? Oh, just and, like what? Like, like the, the reasoning for why we named a Cardinal or just like the, um, so name and artwork. Is this man going to crush that bird? because <laughs> um, so, I'm anti-bird we all know birds aren't real and I'm totally for him killing that bird but okay fuck birds <laughs> oh. uh, I mean yeah the the theme cardinal was just like my the last song on the record uh, is about my grandpa dying last year um, sorry to, I'm sorry for your loss by the way th- I appreciate it but um, yeah there's after he died um like the whole summer following we would have like cardinals come to the backyard of my house like almost every day and it was really weird um and then i was just reading up about how that's supposed to be like a symbolism of like people in your life that have passed um as like a way of showing up i don't know whether i necessarily like believe that fully but it's something nice uh to believe and i think that's a, a cool thing um so i made sure to include that it was really big to my mom uh that every time she would come by she'd be like oh like there's grandpa and uh which is really intense and like <laughs> to think about right now but like now that i'm saying it out loud but like that yeah that's that's what it's about it's just like uh that was just a reminder to my mom of like the good uh that we experienced with him and like mm-hmm. knowing that he cared as far as the artwork goes um i literally the artist's name is daniel harris and uh, i messaged them and just was like hey this album is called Cardinal. I want you to make whatever the fuck uh, looks cool to you. And uh, and they did that and crushed it. Hell uh, yeah. It looked more like biblical than I imagined it would. And I think that's sick. I also I feel like... Sense. It has like a... No, weird, I know it reminds it, me of like a Bible picture. <laughs> I was going to say that looks like a painting from a church. Like mm. it's on the wall. That That's... Are those, yeah, they look like Jesus' hands, except, well, no, yeah, you can't see right. any holes in them, but, you know. Yeah, those maybe, are the hands of God. Right? Maybe that's where the light's coming from. Who knows? So he just got a manicure before the shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the shot, it's a painting, okay? They didn't have, Jesus didn't have cameras. <laughs> well, let's be serious, though. He would definitely be a Sony guy if he was, if he was around. <laughs> What is that? You're telling me. What? Why? <laughs> Jesus, but don't fuck with iPhones, bro. You heard it here first. The Toon Junkies podcast. Jesus is team Android. Yeah, Motorola guy. You know, I, I buy that. Jesus would Dude, not be an iPhone nah, nah. guy. G- Jesus, not. Jesus is talk to text, fam, on that Boost Mobile from 2006. <laughs> That's what Jesus is about. Hey, what? <laughs> Jesus Juke Christ. <laughs> Bro, that He's phone like, was so stupid. Am I thinking yeah. of the The one that's the super skinny one and then it would like flip? Pew. Yeah. Yes, bro. Sick as fuck, but dumb as fuck. Every time I saw somebody with that phone, I wanted to break it. <laughs> 
and be like, you're an idiot. Why did you buy this phone? This is why you shouldn't have bought it, because I can break it. talking about the artwork and how that came to be and then you're also talking about the kind of like the overall synopsis of the ep i guess uh did we ever tell the before we got on our uh jesus tangent uh, yeah jesus took the wheel and distracted us took us down the wrong <laughs> fucking road no that uh so yeah that's coming up next i just remembered what there was a thing you were talking about how Cardinals are an like an omen or a sign of dead people passing or like, you know, loved ones, whatever. Cardinals are Indiana state bird. And I have never heard that before. And there are a bunch of fucking cardinals outside my house. And I've heard before that this place is haunted. Yeah. So yeah, that's Yeah, there might be some might be some folks around, you know. Yeah, you better keep spaghetti on the table for Tony, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's nearby yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Got a pound of gobble gold spaghetti yeah. meatballs on the table. 
<laughs> Make sure you bring the lasagna. Yeah. Lasagna. So what? No fucking ziti now. <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed because when I first moved in here, the per the lady who lived here before said that it was indeed in fact haunted because she was one time sleeping in her bed and she felt something crawl into bed with her. Nope. And I was like Absolutely fucking not. So that is terrifying. <laughs> but then she right. R. Kelly, what are you doing R. here? Kelly. <laughs> nah, nah. See, no. Nah. She was too old for him, right? So it wouldn't have that's he wouldn't have been there. He wouldn't be there for her and he won't be there for me. Oh my god. But yeah, she told me that the ghost she felt was a lady. And so then when she told me that, I was like, fucking bad, bro. I'm here. Yeah, it's like the it's role reversal of that movie Ghost with uh, Swayze and what's her face. She's going to be molding my clay. My chamber of secrets. <laughs> there will be no secrets left out. Um, She'll be. Touching the sorcerer's stone, you, know, you catch my dream. Oh, ask a band, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. The gobbler, the gobbler of fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the show sure. chub prince. Okay, listen. Okay, no. <laughs> We're fucking the done, bro. Peter. We're fucking done. We're fucking done, bro. Dickly hollows. I was going to say deathly swallows. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> All right, we're done. No more fucking... Bro, I had every intention of this episode being spooky, and it's literally the sexiest episode of the year. <laughs> I have done the exact opposite of what I wanted. I'm going to be sexy and spooky, okay? Oh, sexy and More like swallowing, am I right? Oh, <laughs> bro, speaking of yeah. swallowing, I just got done finishing uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula for the first time. Bro, that movie was so sexy I did not I did not expect it to be like horned up oh yeah, yeah. you talk about uh, the Keanu one? Oh yeah, yeah dude don't even get me started yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian, uh, I'm out I'm out now you're watching Bram Stoker's Dracula take five and a fast break hard <laughs> I'm, I'm talking sweating. about heaven right now <laughs> He's lazy Sunday, baby. Little, little, little do we know he's Googling. He's like, can you die from an erection? Is that possible? So it's been 40 hours. This is 40 hours. <laughs> All right. You just imagine your Halloween night. Ironically, it's you on the couch. You turn to your left. Sway Patrick Swayze sitting there. Hands you a take five. And is like, do you want to watch Brim Stoker's Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say rim strokers? <laughs> hey, might uh, as well have, bro. Yo, that's also a basketball documentary. <laughs> yeah, it's about a, a, a community college dunk class. Before George Washington was president of the United States, Delaware was the only thing he was crossing over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So you know what really excites me about this episode? <laughs> what really excites me about this is that people are going to hear this and they're going to be like, these guys are hilarious and goofy. And then they're going to listen to your music and be like, 
oh, they're goofy because they're sad. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, we've been made. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Don't be giving away all... Don't be giving away all our secrets. No, it's 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 common knowledge that trauma creates comedy. The funnier you are, the sadder your life has been, or the worst things that have happened to you. I feel like that is the true law of equivalent exchange. Is that mm. if you succumb to some shit, at least you'll get a good story out of it, and you'll make somebody it's all laugh. About balance. It's all about yes, balance, yeah. balance, yin and yang, for sure. All right, so Jared. Jared, I think yeah. it was. Did you tell me you had a scary story or a spoopy adage? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a, a, spoopy I had a couple. They're, they're nothing too crazy. I stayed with my dad and my stepmom. We went to my stepmom's parents out in Indiana, actually. Oh, um, shit. This story is really scary. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, no, no. Um, yeah, we just stayed out there for like a weekend or something. I think I was like a freshman in high school. And, where in, um, where in Indiana? Really into, uh, what's that? Where in Indiana? Uh, Indianapolis. Oh, Indianapolis. It's very nice. The city yes. of brotherly Apple love. Yeah. Um, I was really an American horror story at the time. Uh, Murder House had just come out. I was like all into that spooky shit. Mm-hmm. And um, my step grandmother was like, oh, our house is haunted. And I was like, oh, word. <laughs> word? Um, and um, she says that they they had like two little kids like die in there, and they just like run around the halls and don't do anything crazy, but they just like run around the halls, and you can hear them running around at night. Your step grandma um, killed two kids. <laughs> yeah, totally. Just straight up murdered them. Whacked nice. them. Nice. Uh, That's pretty cool. Body. Tony That's style. Whacked them. Gang gang. Um, Drowned them in a gabagool. In a gabagool. <laughs> um, but um, but no, they were like. There are also these dolls in like the family room that they're like, don't move the fucking dolls, otherwise they freak out. And I'm like, okay, move the dolls. Um, didn't move the dolls, so there's no story with that. Yeah, but don't you don't have to. No, you should never have to tell anyone to not touch the dolls. Right. Yeah. Um, basically, the gist of it is that. Um, so they told me that the kids roam around the halls at night, and I'm like, is it not the dogs or somebody else just walking around? Like, what's you know what's going on? What's actually going on here? I was kind of skeptical. Right. They're like, no, everything's locked up at night. Nobody really, you know, moves around or whatever. Um, and it's always two pairs of footsteps. And I'm like, okay, sick. Um, so really late one night, I had to get up and go to the bathroom. Um, it was probably like two or three in the morning. And um, I'm just like scared shitless. The bathroom is right across the hall, but I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. And I'm Crossing actually, like, the, the aisleway of go- darkness, yeah. Yeah, right? Um, I eventually, like, build up the courage, just literally jump across the hall into the bathroom, do my business, come back. I didn't close the door all the way, and I'm, like, laying on this cot in the middle of the room, like, and my sister's on the bed next to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the middle of the room, and I look up, and I see, like, I hear two steps of footsteps, and the door, like, open a bit, like, on its own. And I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> and um, that is pretty much it though like nothing else ended up happening it just like i heard those two steps of footsteps and the door opened just on its own i think that's to- that story is terrifying because it's kids and kids are the fucking worst yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think it's funny i'm i'm sure you guys have probably seen the meme but like uh well it's like a video of what happens when you shut off a light when you're like coming from downstairs to up 
when you shut off the light, you have to like hurry upstairs because there's always that like monster yeah. behind you trying to get you. I wonder why like everyone's felt like that. Well, before I say that, has everyone felt that before? Like as yeah. a kid, like why is yeah. that? Oh, no. Why is yeah. that a thing I, that everyone kid, feels? Never any age older have I ever felt like that. <laughs> no, I as a child. Well, they. <laughs> They say that children are more susceptible to the paranormal because you're less clouded with your cynical and jaded mind. You lose your innocence. I just watched the Poltergeist series the other day. You lose your innocence as you grow older, and that is what they are attracted to. Well, I recently had that issue where um, one, of my, one of my friends had gotten an apartment out in Dixon, <clears throat> Illinois, Mm-hmm. And I remember we had I had eaten edible that night, and I before I was about to crash, I went up to go wash my hands because I just do that a lot. And it's appropriate as, timing. I, as I'm sitting there for whatever reason, I'm like really high. I don't even turn on the freaking bathroom light, and there's just the nightlight in there. And I'm washing my hands, and I kind of just glance up at the mirror, and I thought I saw my hands stop moving, and so I just kind of like sat there and then i like stuck my hands up in the air and then i was just like yo i'm too high for this like i cannot handle this right now and so i run downstairs and i'm like kylie yo something my happened my reflection and i don't know what to do and she's like i guess i'm not going to bed tonight and i'm like yeah me neither i guess <laughs> and then kylie, we got- i'm a vampire my, 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 <laughs> oh what did i do Wait. what wow. was in the yeah, edible <laughs> that was that was my um my spook or like the first time in some odd years i just one other time i lived uh in cresco when we were younger um and i remember i had woken up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and i pull my covers over and i see a silhouette standing underneath my ceiling fan and i just like looked for maybe about 30 seconds and i was like all right, I guess I'm going back to bed. And I put my covers back over my head and just went back to bed. <laughs> and then one other night, um, I walked out and I see this thing running up the stairs and running into my parents' bedroom. And I'm just like... Oh my like, God, are your parents dead? <laughs> uh, no. Oh. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to sound disappointed about that. That was not, that was not how it was supposed to sound. <laughs> I like, was disappointed for the story, not your life. But That's like, what I was. But like, <laughs> but like, yeah, it just runs into the runs into their bedroom, and I kind of was just like, yeah, I still need to go to the bathroom, so I just walked downstairs, <laughs> went to the bathroom, and went back to bed. And those were like the only times I've ever had anything like weird happen. You legit looked at your parent. You saw something run into your parents' room, and you said. That looks like a you problem, not a me problem. Yeah, and went yeah, straight bro, into the bathroom, bro. If the paranormal happened, I would be like, fuck my parents. I'm yeah. finna. LMAO, oh, sorry, dad, got a piss. <laughs> Finances are stressful enough. I don't fuck with demons. If, look, if shit moves, I'm like, it's wind. I, life's stressful enough. I don't need demons on my plate. So I just act like it's random shit at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah, yeah that's uh, <clears throat> Darwinism, okay? If some freaky shit's happening, <laughs> survival of the fittest. If I run faster than you, guess you're getting eaten first okay yeah it's actually my motto for life is like if i just lie to myself enough everything is actually okay and uh, it's been working out pretty you know hit and miss but still, you know working through some kings i'm super disappointed that i don't have very many uh and at all in fact any paranormal experiences um it's a goddamn like it's- trap 
It's a goddamn travesty. The I only feel like as soon as this is over, I'm gonna think of one, and then not know what it is. Yeah, that's all right. That's that just means you have to come back for a part two, and we'll have to talk more sexy candies and porn that we or karaoke porn that is probably made up and that's not a real thing. Unfortunately. I think it's actually real. He goes, I it was traumatizing, and it is real, I assure you. <laughs> Yikes, yeah. Yo. Uh, also, side note, not a spooky story, but related to it, I just watched Scream for the first time the other night with my girlfriend. Great series. I had to freeze frame, but, uh, I'm trying to think of her name. The, like, main girl. Yeah. The, like, girl, the main character in the movie. Uh, so there, I had to freeze frame it, but she's sitting down on the couch in her house, and I confirmed it with my parents that my parents also had the same fucking couch in that movie uh, my entire life. So I'm thinking, if anything happens, she made it out alive. So I'm probably good to go. If there's any <laughs> random serial killers around. That's, you know I mean? like, that's they'll come for me. I'll I'll kick them out of the van. You know, what that's the murderous kryptonite. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, green He's couch. got an L-shaped couch. I can't kill this guy. <laughs> green couch, gold stripes, floral pillows. He's good. Can't <laughs> imagine, imagine a serial killer breaks into your house, right? And I he's, got the fucking couch. Dude. No, he sees the couch. And he's like, you're asleep. He's got the knife over you. You wake up. Uh, and he goes, holy shit. He stops and he goes, is this a couch from Scream? And you're like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and he goes, dude, that's badass. And he just like he says the night down. He's like, I was gonna kill you, but I'm gonna let you go this time. Bro, do you like my whole thing after this? Yeah, like, dude, this is so crazy. Like, I'm supposed to be here right now, man. This is a sign from the universe. You wanna go get a beer? Yeah, he's like, yeah. Why he goes into your kitchen? He's like, hey, do you want a beer? Like, okay, yeah, sure, just help yourself. Yeah, (laughs) whatever. I feel like that's what you'd have to do if a series, if that scenario, you would just have to like roll with it. Like, hey, I'm gonna make a pizza. Do you want anything? Like, bro, I don't have any pizza. Oh my god, you found a pizza. Okay. <laughs> Did you bring that? Are you so, gonna kill us and then eat the, and then make pizza in my own house? So the pepperoni's like a animal, right? It's not like anything weird. <laughs> Okay. Like, ah, oh, it's human. Ah. I was like, nah, it's just pepperoni from Walmart. <laughs> so on that subject, on that it's subject, just I have to ask. Cannibal? No. Would you eat human meat if it was offered to you? Like, let's say you're at work and your coworker comes up and he says, hey, man, I got this new teriyaki flavored jerky. Do you want to try some? Yes. And the packaging looks weird, right? You automatically see that something is off. And you're like... <laughs> it's a white well, bag that says, not human. <laughs> <laughs> not my neighbor. Um, and So you're like, okay, dude, but what's with the bag? And then he's like, can I tell you a secret? And you're like, what? And like, so I'm part of this club, right? And uh, we spend a lot of money and we play this game. You know, some would call it the most dangerous game. Sounds and like once, a shit pasta. W- once we collect this trophy... Then we divvy up the meat and we eat it, you know, as a, you know, we're warriors. But it is a human. Would you try human jerky if it was offered to you? Absolutely. I would too. Nah, I'm good on that. No? Okay, so so. what what is your qualm? Is it because you want to know more about the person? Is it strictly just because I don't eat people? (laughs) Are you too good to eat people? 
when it uh, when it intensely messes with like moral shit like that, I feel, I was like. I feel like it would come back to haunt you at some point. No, That's the um, thing too. We're like, I'm gonna eat this, but then I'm gonna somehow be involved now. Now that like, my I'm problem is, is I would I never, leave, I wouldn't even lose sleep about it. Yeah, I would try yeah. it in a heartbeat. Okay, it's, it's a good story. Yeah, okay, Elijah true. is also okay. We should preface that you were saying you wanted to get a job because you're straight up not faced by dead bodies. So you're like, <laughs> I, I'm not that way. I would be. I would have some issues. I don't even know what the problem is, but there's, I think, a lot of them. Uh, a lot I would be a good story. Like I would come to band practice and be like, "Guys, you'd never n- guess what I just just happened to me last week." Because like I just ate human the other day. You eat it and then you come back and we like order pizza at the next band practice and you're like, "I don't know, this pepperoni is so fucking bland, dude." Like, <laughs> so, fun fact: human is actually close, more close to ham or like pork. That's what human tastes like. So, sense. if you're into Hawaiian pizzas. With a little bit of a twist, then you could just put your fucking neighbor on with your pineapple. Yeah, you and could do that. Yeah, you could. You could do that. That yeah. is a move, certainly. <laughs> you could do that, yes. Yes, you could. Not weird. Listen, listener, we're not, we not condoning <laughs> killing your neighbor and making pizza out of them and then letting me know that you made pizza out of your neighbor so that I could come try it. We are not telling you to do that because that would be against the law. It's just like the fucking whitest kids you know skit about the president of the United States where they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You cannot say that you're going to kill. You cannot. You cannot. You can say as we're meeting at this building at 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, maybe that's why he, uh, Trevor died. Is because he did that skit. Yeah, he finally came back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Also, did you ever see their like live stream after that happened, where they're like talking about his life? Wait. So like the the rest of the cast did a live stream where they're like just like it was like in remembrance of Trevor right. or whatever, and they were like I forgot who it was, but I was just like, well, he. <laughs> You know, he died doing what he always wanted to do, trying to suck his own dick. <laughs> <laughs> trying to suck his own dick. That's funny. Uh, well, boys, um, yeah, I, uh, I, as, as much as I would love to keep talking about um, balls and eating people, I think those are kind of the same thing. Um, one of the things I forgot to ask at the very top of the show, because the first question we actually like to ask isn't the candy thing. The first thing I'm supposed to ask, but I forgot because I got all horned up on chocolate. The, um, what was your first experience with live music? Give it uh, like a local show or, you know, a concert or a festival or a um, county yes. fair. Mine was a Don't be embarrassed puddle of mud. Either. Puddle of mud. Good old Wes Scantlin is drunk ass. Oh, gotta <laughs> love him. Puddle of mud. Um, Wait, what year? Theory of a Dead Man. Bro, this is a butt rock concert I'm here for. What year was this? Ooh, 2008, maybe? Ooh, called it. Called it. Okay. Hell yeah. So, uh, so Theory, uh, Puddle of Mud, let me guess, uh, Buck Cherry, um, P.O.D. Actually, I'm not lying. I think so. No, yeah, I know I know this tour because I'm pretty sure that tour came in our area too. Yeah, because it was in Minnesota. We went to we went to Rochester, Minnesota to go mm-hmm. see the show. Hi, doggo. Crusty ass dog. 
Oh my god! It's one of those crusty dogs. Look, I was just saying what it was. You know I was wondering what it was, and I was like, "Wait, what is that?" Oh my god! I think I think it's funny. We all got more upset about him calling that dog crusty than we did me saying, "Hey, would you eat a human?" You didn't get to answer that question. Yeah. They're just always crusty guys. Hello, would you eat a human? Uh, yeah. on principle, no. But if I was present, if I was drunk enough and presented with a dish, like uh, presented like Hannibal, uh, Hannibal, yeah, bro, I would eat then, any of yeah, those I would eat any of those things that Hannibal makes, mm-hmm. like no question. Bro. I would just be like, well, it's oh, it's pretty man. fucking good. <laughs> bro, that's that's high class cuisine, bro. Yeah, I would. I probably wouldn't like it just because I have the taste of a peasant, but you know, I would try it because it looks good. I'm not exactly sure what my like, real first show was. The I think I saw like an American Idol contestant live, like a that's my first show when I was like a, a child. I saw Bo Bice. Bo Bice, holy shit! Yeah, I haven't heard that name in like twelve years, bro. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, I I'm pretty sure that was my first show. If not, I remember seeing Flogging Molly when I was really really young. Those are two very different things. They are, yeah. Bo- I think that was the show, but I, I honestly, I think like a lot of the local and like DIY shows that I went to in high school and like mm-hmm. a little bit in middle school were a lot more significant to me than any of those other things, though. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, my first show was in two thousand eight, and it was thirty seconds to Mars in Seosin. <gasps> that's nuts. Yeah. So oh, it was bro. tight. It was like right after. Um, <clears throat> What's the album I'm thinking of? The Beatle like, album? They, yeah, yeah. So they played, yeah, uh, I think it's just self-titled, yeah, that yeah, has, yeah. like, You're Not Alone and that mm-hmm. stuff on it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, 30 Seconds to Mars was playing the record with, like, uh, From Yesterday and, uh, like, The Kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The is, show rocked. Is, I, I did fist bump Jared Leto, which, ooh. now looking back, might not be as sick, but nope. at the time. At the time, cool. 2008 Jared Leto is a key, is, yep. a, is a fucking, it's. Pre-Joker Jared? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Even though he was pretty interesting in uh, all... What was it? That movie recently came out with him and... um, Oh, no. Denzel Washington. All the Little Things. The Little Things, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. I know it's what about movie. like a I don't think I ever killer. saw it, but... It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But Jared Leto is okay in that movie. Uh, I don't think he'll do any better than Mr. Nobody, but, you know... Oh, did somebody want to chime in? Does she have an opinion on Mr. Nobody? Like, the movie sucks, dude. Yeah, it's like, put her on. Put her on. <laughs> no. Um. So, one, uh, did you... N- Wait. Two things. Uh, s- I appreciate you saying uh, Seosin. Um, I watched an interview with, I think it was... Was it Anthony? Where he said that it was... That he was saying it's Seosin? Dude, yeah, when I first heard the band, I was told it was like Seosin, mm-hmm. and then it was like Seosin, and then say, yeah, I don't know. I guess Seosin, if that's how they're saying it. No, I, well, that's the thing. Like, there's been, it's weird because there's been like multiple interviews because that's a debate amongst all the fans. Like, how the mm-hmm. fuck do you say this name? And because <laughs> they have said, they, you know, some band members say Seosin, some say Seosin. Like, I, I don't fucking know. But I appreciate you being on the same team that I say, and I say Seos, Seosin. It just sounds it sounds the best to yeah. me. 
Um, and and then to bring it back, was Johnny Craig Seosin? Did he was he did he have a hand in Seosin? Is that no. a no? That's not a Johnny Craig no. thing. Oh, I'm thinking. I am thinking of a. Uh, but uh, who is yeah, there? Uh, who is their initial <laughs> vocalist? Seosin was it Anthony? Anthony. So Anthony Green, and then Anthony yeah. started Circus Survive. That's what I'm Seosin. thinking. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Man, yeah. what's all these fucking clowns and their mega talents may be able being able to make iconic bands just out of their fucking That's ass? Fucking crazy. Mm, tragic. All right. Um. Uh. Max. Did I hear your uh? Uh, I think my first show was it was Warp Tour. It was like the final run of Warp Tour. Twenty eighteen. So I seen. I think so. That was your first <laughs> concert. Was twenty eighteen? How old are you? Are you eleven? I am twenty. <laughs> actually, think about this. Twenty two at the moment. Twenty two. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. So I never went to any young. shows in Florida or anything. But That's yeah, fair. here. Yeah, I went to that, and it's weird because I'm not really into that kind of music, so I. Had a, like the performances were amazing but of course since i don't listen to about 80 percent of the bands that were there i was like i don't get to like really enjoy it because right. like, i've never heard this before but i mean like chelsea grin especially that stuff with me like holy shit holy shit for one it was loud as shit but like mm-hmm. honestly i was like damn this shit, this shit hits different but but i think other than that I think that was about the only thing. I think I went to like a played at like a couple bars here, so I guess you'd consider that kind of going to a show. But other than that, I haven't really seen much live, sadly. Yeah, was, I would was like our, to. Was our first show your first show that you played too? First, like actual show, yeah. Like, cause the other ones were just like improvising at certain places, so it was like a right. casual bar thing. But that was like a first real show. Which, yeah, holy shit. Yeah, hmm. yeah that was well. Was that intimidating? Like, were yeah, you nervous yeah, at all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's one of those things where you think about it, but then once you're doing it, you're just like, yeah. It's always getting there. It's always the most nerve-wracking thing, but then you're doing it, and you're just like, oh, it's, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Back in the fine. basement, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing a few shots of liquid courage can't uh, dwell. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Shout yeah. out Keller. When we were setting up for the show, I was like, hey, you ready to go? And he's like, yeah, I will be. But somebody's buying me a shot right now, so I got to wait. And I was like, we're all set up on stage. Bro, they just announced us. Like, we have to go. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't even end up taking it because it was, like, tequila. And I was like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. Uh, I'm not taking a tequila shot. Why didn't you tell me what it was? So I think this is the part of the show where I bid you adieu. Boys, it's been a wonderful time getting to know you, and boy did I. Boy did I. I feel like we might be in a relationship now with as uh, as close and horny as we all got together, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's it's a good bonding thing. I'm here for it. Um, where can the people find and follow everything that is Bouquet? Nick? Yeah, so we're on Instagram at a band called Bouquet. Uh, we're on Twitter at the band bouquet. We're also on Facebook. I believe it's facebook.com backslash the band bouquet. And you can also check out our merch site, which is a shop called the bouquet dot square dot site. Oh my God. He has a whole URL prepared. Got that thing on lock. (laughs) (laughs) I interviewed, there's this guy locally who's been in several bands and anytime he would come on the show, he would do the full, like https colon oh, forward wow. slash That's forward slash incredible bro and he did it every fucking time and it made me want to stab him 
Like, bro. <laughs> I respect that he knows it, but that, that makes me so stressed much. out. To think no. about. <laughs> I was always impressed, but I was also more annoyed. <laughs> I was like, God, yeah, fucking that. quit it, Mitch, you motherfucker. <laughs> Um, really quick though, I just want to say that my first concert was uh, um, the Almost in oh, 2010 awesome. at the Blue Moose in Iowa City. That's Fuck. awesome. And that, was, that was a great show. Oh yeah, Nick's got the tattoo. Oh nice. Uh, who who all was on that bill? Uh, I don't think there was anyone else but the Almost. Oh, honestly, I don't remember there being another band. That's a big flex. Homie. I was also a freshman in high school, so. So dang the almost I'm I'm jealous you guys I didn't start getting into like the scene until fucking what year is it 21 2016 so I like mm. missed all of the bands in their you know oh, their shit, peaks yeah. but my first <laughs> my first introduction to live music was in fact at a county fair and it was Hootie and the Blowfish yeah, oh, fucking yeah, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm mad that I missed out on the you know, uh, in love and death era of the used or you know, uh, under oath, Hawthorne Heights, MCR, like all that's I missed out on all that stuff. I missed seeing the Rev uh, in Avenged Sevenfold. The year I was gonna go, he was still alive. The next year I could go, he was dead. So there's a lot of things I missed, right? But I am pretty pretty stoked to be able to say that I saw Hootie and the Blowfish because I don't think I've met anybody else who has. No, that's sick. It's at a county shout fair. Out, shout out Darius Rucker. Bro, yeah. shout out I'm Darius Rucker. Darius, I know you're listening. Come on the show. Yeah, I got some friends in his live band. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. I wonder, do you think Darius Rucker is as nice as he sounds? Or do you think he's a secret asshole? I feel like he's genuinely probably a nice guy. Oh, I don't wow. know. I would like it if he... I got a good feeling. I feel like he's been out for too long where, like, something would have came out if he was, like, a real dick. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I actually yeah. feel like he's, like, nicer than he actually is. Like, he seems to be. Like, he's actually, like, a genuine saint for some reason. <sighs> like, he's, like, annoyingly nice. <laughs> he's too nice. He's like, oh, <laughs> sir, your shoe's untied. Let me get that for you. <laughs> yeah. Like no Darius Rucker, don't. Okay, you can do it, Darius Rucker. That's fine. Like I'll, I'll, I'll accept. We'll be like this. nobody will believe but, you. But if you call him Hootie, <laughs> if you call him Hootie, he gets fucking pissed. Bro, if you call him Hootie, he drops the five knuckle shuffle on your bitch ass. That's what he's like, motherfucker. What? <clears throat> imagine. Okay. Imagine throwing down the old fucking death punch. <laughs> imagine going to a bar and talking shit to some guy. And getting beat up and then finding out later that it was in fact Darius Rucker. <laughs> but in that and scenario. For whatever reason, that night you decided to use it, like you decided to say hoodie out of anger. You're like, listen here, you fucking hoodie. And he's like, what? <laughs> whoa, whoa, ease up there, hoodie. What'd you call me, motherfucker? Yeah. Listen here, listen here, punk. Nobody want to be with you. <laughs> oh, there is. Anyways. <laughs> People can find you on all those awesome yes. platforms. Yeah, I feel like right? he's got a mean right hook. Oh, I bet, bro. He's from. I think he's from South he's Carolina. Been hooks this whole time. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those. Uh, so yeah, the listeners can find you. Just a band called Bouquet. Bouquet. You'll find them. Just find me. I'll be. You'll find me in one of their n- new dope limited edition 
uh, uh, tie-dye shirts that I'm going to make and <laughs> just for me. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then uh, you can find us, Toon Junkies Podcast, everywhere. Just Google us. We're the only ones. Are you guys the only bouquet? Bouquet? Uh, I'm going to say bouquet. There was an older band, but that hasn't put out music in like years. They're like a worship band. Uh. So... Yeah, or there's a there's a worship band, but there's also like an indie band that hasn't put out a song since like 2017. So we figured we're probably in the clear on that one. If anything happens, let us know. But uh, I'll send I'll yeah, send I'll, send, know. I'll send the ghosts of Tony Soprano their way, and we'll, we'll do we'll <laughs> we do honestly in. get into LLC to be fairly honest. Yeah. <laughs> That's hey, Tony Soprano, hey, you in the gobble uh, gobble guys or gobble ghouls? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, real no. quick, what's your pronouns? Gabba goofs. <laughs> I said that to my uh, bisexual partner uh, last week, and uh, she didn't like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the Gabba guys or Gabba ghouls? He was like, well, I guess fucking both. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, this this is out of hand, okay? You can find Toon Junkies wherever. Yep. Just Google us. We're there. Oh. Um, if you'd like to reach me, you can leave me alone. But if you must be involved <laughs> with my life, you can find me on Instagram at Chris and Kitty or on TikTok at DatBoyPit6. And that's it. Um, what have you been listening to? Pull out your phones, not anything else. Um, your Let us know what you've been listening to lately. Oh, I easy. I can give you five right now. <laughs> Do it, man. Okay. Do it. Brand, uh, so Paramore, Brand New Eyes. Bet. Uh, every uh, everyone I ever loved, Valley Heart. Oh my God, Valley Heart! Thank you so much for knowing. Oh, uh, dude, I've been talking to Kevin lately, and I've been like just annoying him with questions, like, "Yo, so what'd you use on this record, and how'd you go about writing any?" He's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. And then, um, um, holding absences, um, new record that they released sometime this year. That was it's absolutely made uh, the greatest mistake of my life. Uh, and then, um, loads, um, I let it in and it took everything. And then as well as city and color, uh, as recent record as well. Nice. That's a good playlist all over the I've place, been, but great. I've been listening to, there's a band we're friends with called careful gaze. They just put out a song called cold spring. So I've been listening to that a lot. Uh, do, do little the album by pixies, uh, Who's Laughing Now, just a new song by a band called Dury. Um, it's also another band called Ritual Eulogy. Uh, they have a song called Ooh. Process of Pain. I'm also on that song. Uh, so you can check that out, I fucking guess. Uh, and, was that a, uh, was that a s- sneaky plug? I guess, but also I've legitimately just been listening to the song because I like it a lot. So. I really like that name. It's Ritual, very heavy. Ritual Eulogy? Yeah. That's, that's... hard as fuck. <laughs> bro, this right here, uh, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I've also, and also my recently played is Keller's other band, uh, Seth Clow and the Silver Liners. They have a song called No Need to Say Goodbye that has been in my rotation as well. What was, say that name again? Seth Clove and the Silver Liners? Yeah, Seth Clow and the Clo. Silver Liners. Seth Clow and the Silver Liners. Yeah, yeah uh, we're like a, just like a, a good old rock and roll band. A good old um, rock and roll band, hey. Literally. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, Maggie Rogers heard it in a past life. Oh, okay. I've been listening <clears> to <throat> a lot lately. Maggie Rogers is pretty good. 
So I've been listening to uh, Our Bones by The Contortionist. That's a, an EP. Good EP. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's really good. I've got. I've been listening to the album Bella Vista by Viva Belgrado. My man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, a band that Elijah showed me. Um, they're a band from Spain. Please listen to them. They're so good. They're really good, yeah. Um, and uh, Galaxies Away by, it's a little EP called, or a little EP by Trees Reach. Trees um, Reach. And Trees Reach is a, a band from my hometown, but they're really, really good. Uh, and I the other band that I've listened to a lot is called The Marias. I've been listening to their album called Cinema that came out recently. Hell yeah. I've uh I've been slowly getting back into like hardcore and like pop punk and stuff. Um so I've, I've been listening to that new uh Knock Loose EP which is absolutely insane. Um that new Turnstile record is really good. Mm-hmm. New No Pressure is awesome. Um I started listening to uh that Joyce Manor record again, uh Never Hung Over Again. That was a really good one. I like Joyce Manor. And uh, 400 Pound Backsplat by Bill Murray is a new one that came out. Really Bill good. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. One of my favorites. Um, that and uh, a bit of Pliny and a bit of uh, like Phoebe Bridgers, you know. Nice. Yeah. I saw a TikTok video of her doing a cover of Bo Bur- one of Bo Burnham's songs. Yeah. And then it panned over and he was like in the crowd, like kind of blushing. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, actually, a really good band uh, from Singapore. Uh, I think they're from Singapore. Uh, Subsonic Eye. They're like a dream pop band. Uh, super good. Uh, they just released uh, an EP. I haven't gotten around to listening to it yet, but uh, it's really good. Are you well, even a fan? Good. Haven't listened to the new EP? No, gosh. <sighs> Name five oh, songs, new, dude. It's a new yeah, album. bro, you fucking poser, dude. Remember no, when it's Poser... It's album, you know, all right? Okay, dude. <laughs> Remember when Poser used to be like a swear word? Yeah, like, I used to get seriously offended by it when I was in like middle school. For yeah, no dude, reason. same. Or being called emo, and now I'm in an emo band. Yeah, yeah, I used to get called other words instead Killer. of being called emo. So let's oh, no yeah, comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, isn't it fun how uh, counterculture becomes like main culture, and then like it's suddenly cool when a lot of yep. us got bullied and yelled at and called uh, homophobic slurs because we wore tight pants that's it yeah and like and showered (sighs) yeah Yeah, it was crazy oh because i have long hair i'm gay huh Hmm. okay whatever dude enjoy selling your cars yeah now (laughs) that was a very direct that was a very directed uh thing yeah that was that was for one dude (laughs) i hope i hope he hears it travis Uh, let me look through it. Well, as of the last couple of days, I've been listening to King Crimson, their Indiscipline album. Nice. I've been really fond of that. Like, Yo, dude, it's because, so good. Yeah, so I was good. like, it, it kind of reminds me of a prog talking heads. It's just we literally were we were Max and I were just like getting high and listening to, it, and we were like dissecting the stuff, and we we're just like, bro, how do you just write <laughs> things like that? Oh, yeah, you could go on about that shit uh, for a hot minute. Uh, Ecstasy, their non-such and Skylarking album. 
That's like 80s, early 90s kind of stuff. Boss Skaggs, Silk Degrees, so it's like some real R&B soul shit. Like, uh, rhythm section of soul is always tight as fuck, so of course. Good old Boss like, Skaggs. That's a tight album. And then, the, uh, weirdly, I got back into, like, uh, Let It Be. They released a super deluxe version of it recently, and there's, like, an extra, like, 20 songs of Let It Be by the Beatles, so I've been kind of just dissecting that just to hear the differences and stuff, but kind of like got back into them a little bit and then wait you're telling me there are 20 different versions of that song is that what you're saying yeah 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 some songs you said like take 40 i'm like i'm really glad they didn't decide to put like all the takes or something because dear god but it's cool to hear the different variations yeah Yeah, i mean yeah that's cool yeah uh and paul mccartney i've been going down his route Yeah, Wings Wings as well. Mm -hmm. And then I'd say the last Uh, big thing is Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, I love Steely Dan. Uh, Asia and Royal Scam. Max, I appreciate uh, the Beatles shout out because everybody on the internet suddenly like hates the Beatles in the last year or two. So uh, the Beatles are good. (laughs) Listen, they they're fine. Like they I know they're iconic, but Mm. I got burnt out from them in middle school because my art teacher had the uh what it was like a the greatest hits album it was the one with the red album yellow one. Oh yeah i know what you're talking about and she would play that every fucking day and like yeah sure yeah. i love the song eleanor rigby but if i have to hear paperback writer one more fucking time <laughs> you're gonna see me on the news i swear to God. soprano new jersey mobster <laughs> and the dog study feeds by the pool it's good. Where's Gabagool? <laughs> oh my God! Hey, do you want to? Do you want to? You want to start a band together where we just make Tony Soprano Great. fucking? Let's go. <laughs> I'll learn to be a soprano just for this band. Tony Soprano parodies. That'd be. That might. That actually might do something. Put that on TikTok. All right. Is it? Is it my turn? Did everybody? Did everybody go and share? I think the, so. All right. Well, I've been listening to Varials, uh, a lot of, uh, was it, uh, New Pain, or Pain Again? Pain Again. Pain Again, there it is. Um, a lot of Dry Kill Logic. Um, I used to really like that band in middle school, and then I stopped having LimeWire, and I didn't have access to their music anymore, so, and then I got Spotify, and I was like, oh yeah, there's that one band that I used to listen to, um... <laughs> Specifically, a song called Rot. I feel like it's... I, I'm probably wrong, but every time I listen to that song, I feel like it's an interpolation of a Spice Girls song. The, um... What is it? If uh, you wanna be my father. Yeah, so you know that I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, yeah. I wanna really, really, really wanna see you say... So in... So there's that Spice Girl song, but in this song he says, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna really, really, really wanna see you die. And I'm like, dude, did he take that from Spice Girls? <laughs> because I really hope he did. Because that's the exact, he just like the exact opposite of what they were saying. So Spite Girls. Um, <laughs> I have been in, I don't know if it's just like the fall weather, but I've been like in a really lovey, like over like 80s romantic feeling and i've been listening to a lot of tears for fears i love tears for fears, tears, for fears fucks. but it makes me want to be in a relationship and i don't want that i don't want it <laughs> um 
I also recently just got into hotel books. Um, Ooh, yeah. uh, a buddy of mine showed me this guy named Corey Wells. Um, hey. Corey Wells. Corey Wells yeah. is really good. Uh, End of a Good Thing, I believe, is a so- song they showed me, and it was uh, great, amazing. Um, Bear Ghost, um, specifically their album... What was it? Dang it. Uh, Blasterpiece. The name of the album is called Blasterpiece. Hell yeah. Um, and then there's this other band that I was like listening to probably for like the past week. They're pretty good. Um, uh, uh, Baguette? No. Bokeh. Bokeh. I don't know if you guys have heard of that band, but they're pretty good. They've got this sweet shirt that I'm going to buy, and I'm going to put a bunch of bleach all over it. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been listening to lately. Um... So yeah, well, boys, thank you so much for uh, giving me some of your time and making all kinds of weird references to candy and how we we sexualize candy a lot today. As everybody should, honestly, it should be more commonplace <laughs> in our society. I think. Don't sexualize humans. Sexualize time. food. Objectify candy. Twenty twenty two and twenty twenty. No. Ready for a horny Halloween. Oh. Look out! This Halloween can- coming in big. <laughs> this this Halloween, you don't have to look out for razors in your candy. You have to look out for ecstasy because we're trying to get nice everybody horny. <laughs> All right. Um, can you please for the for the podcast title? Can you put can you please put nice load awesome balls as like the title? Oh my god, <laughs> bro! I will put that in the hashtags for the Instagram post for sure. But yes, um. I maybe is that, is that, go ahead. Is that like a clothing line, balls kill? Balls kill? <laughs> no. I know there's a no. there. So you know the the company called Manscaped, that's <laughs> yeah. the male trimmer. Well, when you're like a lower level entity, like Toon Junkies is, you get ads and like spam from these smaller businesses, right? And one of them is called Shave My Balls. That, Yo, I've seen that. That's the company name. Shave my balls. It's not like clever at all. It's just shave them. And <laughs> you should definitely get them. You should get them as a sponsor. I almost did it just because their name is Shave My Balls, and I knew that I would have to say Shave My Balls at least three times in an ad. And I was like, it might be worth it just to be able to say Shave My Balls. <laughs> Honestly, like. I think this is the episode to, you know, be presented by Shave My Balls. <laughs> Honestly, you should send them the pitch for the podcast and this be the podcast episode. And it'd be perfect for it. I'd be like, listen, I know you've been hitting me up for the past several months and I've been ignoring you, but I found a band and we ha- we talked about some things that I think you're really going to like. <laughs> Not What is it? Uh, nice load, awesome balls. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. I can't even say it. Oh, butt dick? Like the Russian satellite? <laughs> Dude, that was the funniest thing. Listen, don't don't you send Putin after me again, okay? In 2019, he hacked our fucking Facebook and took away all of our followers, bro. I'm not even that's not even a joke. We are yeah. I we watched our Facebook like just dwindle. You could say he was really putting you in a bad place there. You know what? I'm glad this episode is over. Get out. (laughs)
God damn. All right. So he's had enough of us. Boys, I it's mainly because I'm tired. I would love to talk yeah, about I feel that. I'm 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 exhausted myself. I'd love to keep talking about balls with you, but I do have to go to bed. Um <laughs> so Alrighty. I love you boys. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, it was nice to meet you. Be sure to follow the band and all of their up their soon to be upcoming success. Don't be afraid to shop out that fucking EP boys, because I like I said, the production's great. And I think that'd be an easy sell. Yes, guys, it was great meeting you. Um, this, like I said, this episode will be. Do you guys have any shows coming up? Like, oh, speaking of Halloween, yes, we do have a show. It is a Halloween themed show this Saturday. Uh, today, today, in fact, as you're listening to this episode. Yeah, today. Uh, <laughs> in Burlington, Iowa, at a restaurant called Wake and Bake. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a breakfast breakfast bar in uh, in Burlington. That's also rocks. got donuts. Yeah, donuts, but you also like mimosas. They got like weird sandwiches. I don't know. It's pretty tight. So we're playing there with a band called Manhattan Blockade and our friends Careful Gaze. Some fucking riffs, dude. So this has been a Tune Junkies podcast. Oh man, I'm so. What song do you guys want to close out with? That's actually something uh, we're supposed to do. Prop, I mean, probably Glisten. Glisten. We'll just we'll use the hit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the current hit. The current yeah, yeah. hit. You will have more, I assure you. There's no way to use up all your mana on this fucking EP. Please enjoy Glisten by Bokeh. This has been a Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.